0: Let's go. Here we go. One, sports Keto wrestling here on youtube facebook watch maybe you're listening to it as well thank you for checking us out if you haven't done it already hit the like button hit subscribe i know it's annoying but it does help if you enjoy the content we're doing it's free just share it uh unique conversation here he is a veteran of the independent pro wrestling game he is a man uh that has terrified the nipples of many a wrestler who has chopped his nipples all right wow. if, you, if you got a nipple that's going in the wrong direction he's chopping it in the right direction all right. Yeah. <laughs> so we're talking with a man. Uh, we're getting a great project, Vito Tom and Selly. Uh they have a great GoFundMe going right now for the Carnies, an animated spoof of the very weird wild circus that is professional wrestling. What is the carnies? How did this idea come together?
1: Yeah. Wow. First, thank you, Kevin, for having us on and everybody here. We greatly appreciate it. The carnies is, yeah, You look at independent wrestling. Now, how do you normally see independent wrestling? You see it from a standpoint of I'm broke. I just really want this. Usually the guys have like man boobs and you know, they're out of shape and then you have like a frumpy girl that's just kind of standing there saying she loves pro wrestling. You know, that's how you've seen indie wrestling shown (laughs) from MTV to any kind of literally anything. Right. So this is not that. Think merit children. Mm -hmm. Are we froze? Okay. I thought we froze. All right, think think Merit Children.
0: We're okay now.
1: Okay, let me start over here. Just think Merit Children, um, where Al Bundy, right? Al Bundy is, he's he's a shoe salesman, but you don't see him at work. I mean, you do periodically, but you don't see him at work. That's what this is going to be. So Kangaroo Ron, the father- (laughs) Yes, Kangaroo yeah. Ron, he is the sounds, father.
0: Everything, everything about it sounds so sad. You, you, you leaned into all of the
1: saddest possible parts, which is probably where the humor comes from to a degree, right? It, it- hundred percent is i mean we took like i say just so much about the indies like you know just the carny stuff you do to get the shows or the carny stuff you do to, to draw fans in or the way you scam your way out of certain things or flyering the town for just all these little things going backstage to monday night raw what that's like as, as an independent worker when you really have no connections we're going to expose all of that through this cartoon um and it's going to be really really funny so far season one's incredible the whole point of season one is they're building their version of wrestlemania how many indie guys say that right we're our version of WrestleMania, right? So that, so there's a lot of underlying jokes in there as well, Kevin.
0: Uh, and for anyone who doesn't know indie wrestling, we have a lot of fans who they just watch WWE and they're like, oh, yeah, I've heard about it or something like that. Indie wrestling is very much just take the budget out of big time wrestling. And then you have this very distilled version of it. I don't, I don't want to say it comes off like karaoke to a degree, uh, but there's a there's a line between it. You can see someone who's in a great band, and, and they they're never on the radio or they're never uh, on MTV or anything like that. That doesn't mean they're not great you know that doesn't that doesn't stop them from being great and there's kind of a humor in that and how dark that is that there's just these people that are absolutely fantastic that you and i have been able to work with on events how is this prison on television this (laughs) makes no sense at all uh but then but then you also like it there's all these just it attracts all these very weird people uh and, and that are very much characters and there's always stories about this weird fan or that odd fan or not even just uncomfortably weird but just like there's just characters man that was one of the weirdest wildest stories I've ever heard in wrestling I don't mind I'm gonna prompt this for you you guys did a little bit of work on the wrestler film uh you were around that and you were around uh very violent wrestlers who were involved in that great film Uh, Mickey Rourke probably one of the the biggest mainstream presentations of independent wrestling was Mickey Rourke playing this, like what he played, he, his character Randy the Ram wrestled at WrestleMania. Right. And then is now working the independent shows. And then he's going to have a, a death match with the Necro butcher for, if yeah. you're a fan of 2000s independent wrestling, Necro butcher is the man. All right. Yeah. guy was wrestling in glass with no shoes on and, you know, Necro pretty well. And you were on the film and, and they're doing all these insane things in the movie. And uh, for Necro, it's just another day at the office for Mickey Rourke. It's like, what the hell is going on? And you were around Necro and you told me this ridiculous thing that Necro said in the middle of just this madness of shooting the scene where there's all these different things, and all these movie people want it done over and over and over again. And he has no problem. And I don't know what you just told me he was like covered in blood or something like that. And he just turned to you and he said, We're just making movies, man. We're just making movies. <laughs> yeah. If, just, you, but,
1: <laughs> if you know him at can, all, he is he, that way. He's very, he's very mild mannered. He's not like this this crazy psychopath at all. He's actually really intelligent and can hold a really good conversation. Yeah, he's pretty the blood and cuts don't really phase him at all. So it's really weird if it phases you.
0: Uh, tell me about that. He's just like one of those characters. I can assume that was inspired a lot of things. Tell me about the characters you have in the show and, and how long this idea has been brewing. Was it just, I, I'm going to draw a picture of that guy. This is the, we sure. see a fan like that or like, does it stumble from being in the car ride going from show to show? Or, or is it always something that's been in the back of your head?
1: You know, I love the Jim Cornette podcast and I get it through YouTube. So Mm -hmm. I don't listen to the three hour show. I listen to whatever chunks that they splash out there. Now I listen Mm -hmm. at night because there's nothing to watch. It's just audio. And so I would just put it by my head and, and listen to it. And I always thought this would be the greatest like animated series would be the Jim Cornette podcast, right? I just thought it would be incredible. And so then, of course, I've been podcasting since 2008. It was called Internet Radio at the time. It wasn't even podcasting. You know, and we have all these years of clips. So I thought, man, wouldn't it be cool to go back through our archive and animate them and you know throw it up on a service and see if there's anybody you know would be interested in it? Because there's a lot of funny stories. So mm-hmm. my creative partner, Ben Jordan, and I, we've done a lot of things over the years together. Uh, we sat down one day and we're just chewing on it and chewing on it. And I, mean, I, I hang up with them and I'm not, now I'm Googling online and I come across, you know, buy this Adobe animator. It's 600 bucks for a year. I'm like, all right, let's all in. Let's go. Right. <laughs> <So> boom, <laughs> by, by the way, spoiler alert, that was last August. We, I've never even logged into it. Okay, so it's just, a complete waste of, <laughs> just a complete waste of money. So I got uh, so
0: many shows to watch on Netflix. I'm paying for this thing and I haven't watched any of uh, the shows. It's,
1: it's just there. The it's there when I want it, right? So <laughs> so uh you know, a day goes by, we're chewing on different ideas, and we thought, you know what, why wouldn't it be cool to animate? We, we've created characters on the shows and phone callers on the mm-hmm. show, and wouldn't it be funny if we brought them to life and we put them all in this one little block? And, you know, it, it would be the one gimmick world, which is the name of the podcast network, but that would be the actual world. And each episode, you would just follow one person, but the last episode, you'd find out there's one more episode, which is the block party, where you find out they all live on the same street. And we're, and we're going back, and we're like, oh, this sounds so cool, this sounds so neat. And then we're like, a day goes by and Ben calls me on the phone. He goes, no, I got it. What we need to do is we need to create this thing called the carnies. I'm like, I'm listening. And he goes, let's put everything we know about independent wrestling into this one family. And this can happen here and that can happen there. And then this can happen like this. And then, you know, then we, before we knew it we had all of season one written in about an hour phone call. You know, they always say the best songs are written in like two seconds. That's how mm-hmm. it felt with this project. At this point we, we have up to like 10 seasons of what we can actually do with this show. It's, it's, it's endless.
0: So tell me about some of the characters in the show. You have some great archetypes sure. and and just like, here's a model what this character is going to be like. And you, you actually have some wrestling, wrestling personalities kind of contributing their voice to the show as well.
1: Yeah, actually, all of the voices will be voiced by professional wrestlers. And the criteria was originally we wanted legends then we wanted, you know, certain kind of legends and we wanted Hasbro wrestlers. Like we kind of bounced around all over. But the criteria now is they had to have been on television as a character in Mm -hmm. some way, shape or form that's justifiable to to the wrestling community. Right. So we have the cat former women's champion from the Attitude Era. Goofy. Right. But she's playing the number one women independent wrestler on the market in our cartoon in Mm -hmm. April Showers. Hold on. Oh, fuck.
0: You're a popular guy. You're a popular guy.
1: Yeah, sorry. Let me, like, like, yeah, (laughs) that's off. So she's playing April Showers. April Mm -hmm. Showers is the, like I say, she's the number one girl on on the Indies. She just needs that opportunity to break out. So we have somebody who doesn't have a lot of great wrestling ability, does have the name value from the editor, but now she'll play a girl that is ready to break out. Uh, Very interesting. Vince Russo plays the top heel in the entire cartoon, and and he understands that he has to slip on a banana peel at certain times for this character, and that's really fun. His sidekick is played by Shane Douglas, right? So Shane Douglas and Vince Russo are like a buddy heel team, right? (laughs) Uh, It's just just really, really fun. Um, D'Lo Brown plays uh, Terrible Terry, who's going to be – he's the guy on the Indies that's breaking out, too. He's the first uh, trainee of the school there, and he's the champion it's just it's loaded man uh velvet sky from tna voices terry's girlfriend uh we have three or four other people we don't like to say their name till they actually record so those Mm -hmm. names have already been recorded you want to get the tape
0: down we got to get the audio baby
1: (laughs) yeah you have to and and the standout character in the entire cartoon is this four-year-old named vomit it's the son of the family he's four (laughs) he's vomit because he's a little piece of shit right you said that so straight (laughs) face
0: so the most important character in our piece is just
1: i mean really it's you're going to have families, merchandise, yeah. the, all, all of it. Disney's going to really love vomit. Kids are going to love vomit. vomit. <laughs> so vomit, this is funny. So I, I work from home now. And all last summer, I'm working from home. This is just when we're coming up with this idea. And I have a neighbor kid. He's about four years old. And he's a menace. He runs after cars. He, he it, it, and no, i like, he runs up to cars and like, I live in a nice neighborhood, you know? So it's not just like some hillbillyville. So I hate this little kid. I don't hate him, but I hate him. And, and I watch him out the window all day long. He's already he's shooting. Me- to, you only he took me just- a little bit and shooting. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he's just a little menace. So I'm watching him out of this van one day and he's sitting up in the van and the door's open and his back is to the outside. And I'm just watching him and watch. I mean, he's, 30 feet from me, watching all of a sudden, he takes a big bump right right off the thing, right right to the asphalt, ba-boom. And as soon as he hits, he stands right back up like nothing happened, and now he's like looking around. And I'm like, I'm laughing, but the dad in me is like, what the hell, but I'm, I'm saying this kid's gonna get hurt. Like I'm, I'm that guy, and it happened, right? So runs in the house, they're fine. Comes out a minute later, he's taking now the garage door button and he's just hitting the button and the door's going up and then down and then down and then up and then stopping in the middle and then slamming on the ground they then took the the code for the garage coat and put it down low so he's able to access it whenever he wants he sits out here and just destroys this thing so I call him vomit my daughter thinks it's funny like everyone else I just call me he's a little vomit and uh so when we started making the cartoon you need a child like you need like yes. every you have to have a child so I'm not kidding I saw this kid I'm like this is what I, I took it I told the artist this is the kid his name is vomit we gave him six toes by accident because the artist drew six toes on accident and we said don't erase it it looks perfect so he'll have a wrestling boot on one foot right and wrestling he'll have a wrestling boot on one foot and the six toes on on the other foot and that's vomit (laughs) i'm telling you that everybody we tell this cartoon about they just love it here's the deal we just need money we have the ideas we have the concepts i just don't animate and i don't draw so we have to pay for that right but we have Mm -hmm. an awesome musician on board that's helping us do the music the music um we have all legend voices voicing it it just takes it's just gonna take some capital and it's just a home run of an idea
0: Mm-hmm. sounds like a great and you have some great names attached to it some some ridiculous characters uh so are these like short episodes 22 minute episodes like where are you looking how how long will they be and where do you think if you're hopeful obviously because it's it's in the early stages uh you, you guys can go and contribute to it go fund me we'll have the links uh with this video and with this podcast where you wherever you guys go get it and contribute you know if you like this idea help it out and help it become reality um what do you think full episode shorts what are we looking at
1: so obviously we would love 22 and a half minute episodes. That would be ideal. Mm-hmm. That means we're on Netflix, you know, Adult Swim. That, that's, that's the goal. But really to, to be real, we just need three to five minutes right now. Okay. Right? And that's what, that's what we're looking to get out of, out of this GoFundMe. And we really want to bring in a big star to play Kangaroo Ron, which is, which is the head you know person. And really it takes money. But if we have the right star behind it with the band of misfits you know, under it and the artwork's perfect, this five minutes, what we're calling it is the PWI 500. So it, it, it has to do with how important that is to some people and how important how not important it is to others and we're playing on all of it so you're gonna get a taste of a lot of the characters interacting with each other uh, and all and the punchline is the PWI 500 where Ron kangaroo Ron the father was number one in 1996 where in the artwork we actually took the P- the actual PWI 500 erased one of the people and put Ron in it so it's it's all redrawn and I mean like we, we, we really we want this to be a nod to wrestling fans because I am a wrestling fan i'm 40 years old Um, i saw everything everything vince has ever marketed to he marketed me Um, i saw it all and then i participated in it and i made really good connections and really good friendships and um, at this point now i'm reaching out to all of them including yourself kevin to try to make this thing happen and uh, the response has been amazing Um, you know you leave the wrestling industry you you lose a lot you know but it's really been great i've reached out to people that i thought i lost and they were all in and it has invested their time has invested their money in some way and it just feels like a really good project
0: So tell me about that. You wrestled for a very long time across the independents. You wrestled during a hot time for independent wrestling where it was really uh, blowing up. And obviously with your family, with Brandon as well, you guys tagging everywhere. Um, And independent wrestling suffered a lot with the pandemic. And you've been behind uh, the the booking meetings and different things and helping to run things. I, I did some stuff with you guys many years ago. And uh so where do you think it can be on the other side of this pandemic? Because that's where we are. I mean, just yeah. you as someone who like helped run a promotion for a while and, and, and worked the independence, it's a different world. You're kind of spoofing it here, right? Right. But it's a world where everyone you fight for every gig and you fight for every fan and and every match matters and and hopefully you know someone makes it, but it's the passion of it. Um, right. is that passion still gonna be there at post-pandemic from the stuff I've seen? Seems like there's gonna be a there's gonna be a real um, delayed uh, gratification for wrestling fans to come back to events before the end of this year.
1: Yeah. I think, I think it's even weirder in, in some ways, right before the pandemic, it seemed like the business just took everybody out of the Indies and said, okay, and everybody else was just kind of left over. Now it looks just like a bunch of dead bodies. Right. So, mm-hmm. so the Indies also had to kind of get built back up and then COVID happens. And now it's just, it just stalled. And Now you have a bunch of weird shows and weird garages with five people and they're making a lot of noise and, it's a turnoff, right? Like it's a total turnoff. Like, what wrestling with no fans or wrestling with five fans or wrestling with the boys pretending to be fans, it's a turnoff. Like, on every level, it's a turnoff. So, mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. What I would be doing if I'm wrestling today, what I would be doing is I would be making my YouTube channel happen every day. I would be doing stuff every day just to put my what I didn't have, which I wish I would have had, is a platform like this. Like, with just if I wanted to get a music video made, it took six weeks. Six mm-hmm. weeks. Now I would take my matches, put it in I, In 30 minutes. I'd have it all edited. Another 40 minutes. I'd have it all put together. I had my song chosen in about three hours. It would all be fully rendered and created and uploaded on YouTube for free. You know? So like, I think today the people, the boys should be looking at it like, yeah, there's not a lot of places to work and there's not a lot of good places to work, but you have a free service to get over who you are. Right, maybe you're a hunter. Mm-hmm. Go hunting. Go take people hunting. Maybe you ride bikes. Go, uh, you know, get one of those uh, go- GoPros and go do that. You know, I think it's about time to make yourself over on a platform through social media. So when it does come back, you're over and you're ready to get booked.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People already know your name. They're already engaged in a character or something like that.
1: Yeah, the, uh, the business as mentioned- changed so much. You know, I mean, and, oh, and, absolutely. And, and if you don't, I try to think of myself as I still feel 20 you know even though i'm 40 years old but i'm always kind of I'm, I'm a nintendo kid so if you put yeah. anything can anything controller of video game in my hands i'll play it and i'll be really good at it in mm-hmm. a few seconds right but I, I feel that way about social media too and I, I just think that no one really not no one but a large portion they don't use it to their to the extent to get over mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: so and you were at the advent of that like there was very early stages where people were doing that but no one understood the form, and now it's mandatory like you have yeah. to have it and and there's some people that are good at it some people that are bad at it are fine. I or can it's tell just you, not a priority.
1: I can tell you in the Chicagoland area, when the internet was like just starting to be a thing where it connected to the Indies, the mm-hmm. big thing was you had your own website that had a message board. Like that was yes. like, whoa. message boards, oh, message board hot.
0: wrestling was huge for a well, long, the thing long was,
1: time. If you had people like there was like pages that had boards, but if you had mm-hmm. people on your board talking on your board and there was a place to go on your board, you became a thing. So I'll tell you this. I was the third guy in Chicago to have one <laughs> like that, like that, like that's where it goes back to. So like, that's what I mean. I've yeah. seen it from that point. So you know, it's, it's easier than people make it out to people but goddamn it, it's day. It's making these the right decisions daily to push your brand, and we knew that back then, you know. And and today, it's it's just not that way. It's such a, it's so easy today, and I think that's why people don't do it because it's not like you don't got to fight for anything. It's just there. It's super easy to have.
0: The almost like the intimacy of it is gone just because it's it. There's just so much of it. People get blasted with so much social media anyway, so how much of it actually stays with you. So I, right. it, at the same time, you still have to feed the beast. You know what I mean? Right. Like the, you know. So we see it with sports gear. There's plenty of people like, oh, you interviewed that person? I don't even know. And I, I was like, oh, come on. You got to turn. That's what you say. Turn on the notifications and all those things and Absolutely. want to engage people. Um, it's a challenge. And you guys are trying to do that here with this animated series. I want to ask you this. You've met some wild characters. Met some, you've seen, So I've heard some wild Thomas Sully stories. I mentioned the nipple thing there. Uh, could you give me a little bit more about that? Cause I heard about, about that the
1: nipple thing. Like I've heard, heard about he some nippling.
0: issue. I don't know what the match was, but I heard there was a Tomaselli problem and someone was in a match and they weren't behaving right. And some chops are being thrown and someone chopped a nipple. And was that
1: Ke- maybe Kevin Harvey? That's the only thing that, that reflects. I don't know. I don't okay, so I'll, I'll, I It's, it's one of those things
0: much. where I didn't even hear it firsthand. I heard it fourth or fifth hand. Yeah, I want I'll the real story with,
1: with us. We, we, we were told a long time ago by some really smart people to work the boys mm-hmm. that then it gets into the crowd, right? Like so often, like the wrestling, we were trained really old school and really, really, truly old school. I came at the very end of the territories, you know? So like there was, the boys would get worked, you know? And, and, and then now it just doesn't seem that way. So like we would be heels to everybody. We'd sit in our cars and we wouldn't go inside and we didn't give a shit. And, you know, it, it, but then we'd work with you and you'd be like, damn, okay. It's different. Right. So a lot of times, a lot of the stories of us was us just not being there, not being around or not being in the back or mm-hmm. not kissing your ass, You know, coming in and coming mm-hmm. out. Like We would be notorious for showing up like an hour before our match, getting our clothes on, getting dressed and driving home because we were from Chicago. So we don't wanna hang out. We weren't gonna go out to dinner afterwards. Did we play the game right? No, but it didn't matter. It never mattered to us. You know? so, so, so I think a lot of these stories have been like romanced over time. The only one that really stands out to me is Kevin Harvey He was a manager in IWA and he runs some indie women's thing now too. Um, I had to put together a match. There was eight of us. uh, And like six of them were like green and like two of those people were like second, third match green, right? It's IWA. So there's a lot Mm -hmm. of weird eyes on you in weird ways, you know? Um, So I'm trying to put this match together and Kevin was the manager of of the other team. And he comes over and he's like, I would like, why don't we add this in there? And I look and I go, Kevin, this is hard enough. Let me just put this together. I mean, I'm being pretty cool about it. I'm like, just let me finish this and get it out of, get it out of here. So we put the whole thing together. He comes over again and he's like, I brought my manager a briefcase. And I go, what's that? He goes, Oh, I have wrist tape and blades and brass. Kn-. And he, I, I thought he was ribbing me. I'm like, okay, thanks, Kevin. I, I, I'm trying to do this. Now we're up like next. So I tell my brothers, I said, look at the end of the match, grab them, throw them in there. Let's just give them, let's just give them some, let's just give them some, some shit. We weren't going to beat him up, but we, we, we were going we to push him around a little bit. So sure enough, I've never imagine- heard this story. I've never heard yes. this before. Well, it's on YouTube as well, too. You can search uh, Kevin Harvey incident if you want to see it. It's it, it's up there. Um, and you'll see it's minor. It's so minor, but he, he made off like it was this big thing. So he I think he smelled it. So he started running. So my brother runs from the commentary booth to grab him. Brandon grabs him, picks him up over his head, runs him into the post, throws him in the ring. And now Sal, my other brother, grabs him and... Or I picked him up or Sal picked him up. One of us picked him up. I don't remember, and the other one, one of us chopped him and then we chopped him again and he fell to the ground, but he made like that like, that like curvil, like that like woman, like, like that like weird, like you know? <laughs> And when he hit the ground, He falls to the outside and Brandon says something else to him and Brandon then toes him like right in in like the taint, but like shmee down like the shaft to the balls taint like really hard with like your front toe, you know, and then we walked away and that was it, but I mean minor, 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 and he turned that into a whole thing so that might be what you're talking about but other than that.
0: No, but I've just heard something about that it wasn't like any specific names. The dinosaur, hey, Thomas Ellies. Don't chop them in the nipple. The shot will go off on you, those Thomas Ellies.
1: Okay. The other part with us is we, you know, we were trained Japanese strong style by some okay. of the best, right? And, uh, you know, I mean, there was practices learning to bump on our heads, you know, upper shoulders, heads, you know, really hard strikes, like really learning how to bump, you know, in different unique ways. And so we can go. We can, and we can take it. We could take a pretty good beating, you know. So a lot of times it was more like, oh, you want to do that tonight? Okay. And then we just, and then once you've given us the green light, now it's time to go. You know, but we were also trained in at Wildside with Bill Barons, and we could do popcorn matches and you know those super herky, jerky.
0: The Memphis stuff, the real back, the punch. And yeah, the you know, and
1: like and that. we feel that right, and then and then yeah. we feel it. But a minute you like step up and you want to do some headbutting, okay, like <laughs> yeah, let's we're, we're okay with that. We don't want to do that, but we're okay with that. And then but then we go really hard. But you know, my brother and I beat the crap out of each other every day in our living room our whole lives. Like it's just we were rough people. You know, it's, it's just what it is. Is
0: there a time when you think? people didn't understand where you guys were and, and it maybe got out of hand or there was, there was, cause independent wrestling, it's a different thing. There's a different code. There's very much the code. Like you bring up like the, Oh, we worked the boys. Like, and some people didn't like that. And now, now the, the things are still there. You go into the locker room, you shake everyone's hand, you talk to everyone, you make, look at everyone in the eye. And, and those things, I, th- I don't think that's broken. Like, you guys, you guys were still doing those things, but it's like, oh, well, they yeah. aren't super nice, you know? And what, yeah. do you, what do you think of that culture of wrestling? And does it go too far? Are those things too overstanding or is it important?
1: I think it's super important. I think it's dead today. I did Monday Night Raw back in 2019 after not being there for years. And I had a buddy that, that, that needed an extra spot or he, he had an extra spot available. So I went with him. And you don't go shake the boys' hands anymore. You don't even, you, like, if you walk by, you could nod to them and you could say hi to them, but you don't interact with them at all anymore. Like, when I, when I first went there in 2003, like, you had to actually go up to them and say hello and shake their hand and, and then get out of their way. So, like, that, that's changed a lot. And, and to go back to the first question, because you kind of asked a couple there, mm-hmm. you know, would we have done it differently or this, this, or the other thing? I'll say this much. Or were we aware or were they aware? Did we, did we make them enough aware? However you ask that question, I would say this much. We weren't aware enough. We just were mm. grinding, man. We were going from spot to spot. When we would go to shows, how we would get in is, if someone wanted to book us, we would ask, we want give us your two youngest guys that you think can go that just don't have it yet. Put them in a tag team, give us that match. And then that's the match that we want. They would always be like, okay like it was always weird right then we go have the match and we, and we took these two little guys that no one ever gave a shit about and, and we turned them into baby faces and we gave them all these cool spots and we fell out and slipped on a banana peel and bumped it you know but then beat them strong and got out of there and, and it was like a big thing and, and we made everything kind of important so yes initially we would have that but then when you worked with us or or we we watched everything we wouldn't miss mm-hmm. matches if we were, and we'd pull you to the side like hey that one thing you did was really cool man keep doing that you know we gear stuff oh your gear's kind of weird man it doesn't connect the dots like why don't you add something here we were very much that way too so i would say if, if you don't if you didn't know us you would have that opinion from a couple of stories but if you shared a couple of locker rooms with us by the end of it you would know that our hearts were in the right place but we weren't going to waste our time at becoming your friends because we weren't there to make friends we just weren't uh
0: you know you're on the other side of it yeah uh, and, and you're doing this new project but you still have a passion for wrestling and, and you obviously know where, where your career was and what you got to do you look back and what are, what are your favorite matches? What are your, what are the highlights for you? What are the, they, oh, they put man. the package together. Like, Oh, this has got to be in there. Like if we're, yeah. we're, you know, Hey, these are the matches I want my kids to see, you know, like you want to see, you want to see your dad do the best thing. This is the match. You got to see me do it.
1: Well, I'll say this much in one weekend. I worked the rock and roll express, Tommy rich teamed with Kamala, uh, took a power bomb from Sid vicious, uh, worked The Outsiders, I believe that same weekend or it was the year before. So anything, anything JCW, they just took care of us there. We came in at the right time. We worked Violent J at a PWU show like in 2008 or seven or something like that. And he just loved us from that point forward. So he, he thought of us as stars. He treated us like stars. So if we went anywhere, he put us over like stars. You know, if we wrestled guys, he'd come over and be like, Hey, these are my guys. You know, really, he told that to The Outsiders. so they're looking at us we're a fraction of their size right they can keep they can't care about us at all and he's like hey you know want to let you know these are my guys and whatever you guys can do out there to help them like we're gonna go on tour pretty soon and they're a big deal to me and all of a sudden it's like oh we gotta work to make our two grand here and then they want to go out there and do all this fun stuff with us you know so like like i would say this man any portion of it is it for me because it all mattered you know it all mattered every phase of it mattered and it mattered for a different reason and But the stuff I learned and the psychology of people and, oh, my God, it's not working. It's not working change now. That skill I learned uh, changed my life, made me the man I am today. Uh, it got me in the career that I am today. So I think today is the best day to look back. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not out of the business. I'm still in the business because my mind's always been in, in a business. right Mentally, mentally to,
0: you're still in it. Physically, yeah, mentally. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, physically, I don't mean pro wrestling. I mean mm. the business, right? I think yes. I the business. Pro right? wrestling
0: is life, dude. It's life. Pro wrestling is life. It, yeah. You, you, you're doing the, you're doing the same thing. I do it too. I do stand up, and uh, I'll, I'll go somewhere, and I'll talk to another wrestling re, wrestling fan who's a comic, and they all know yeah. it. You don't even have to say it to them. They're like, all right, so who's over? Who's who's, who's running? <laughs> right. Who's over? Like, who do I want to get on a show with? And like, yeah. all right. Okay, I got like, like, what is the bucker like? <laughs> like? Like, like,
1: what is? What you, do they you want? know, man, like, take take all that away. It's also like when you're standing in front of a. a I work for multimillionaires, and mm-hmm. they'll look at me and they're gonna they'll give me some bullshit once in a while, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's not true. And here's that's just not true. Like the not true meter in a pro wrestler, you it's just you can't. Even when it's true, we don't think it's true, right? <laughs> like we have it right in front of us. Here it is. It's documented. It's signed. It's notarized. We're like, nope, that ain't true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just not true you know so I believe that and keeping a you know just an open eye to everything it's keeping my peripheral just a little bit further back you know while also narrow focusing on on that one angle that one gimmick that's happening you know man I think it, it's the it, forget college man I think independent professional wrestling trains you to be you know I don't know about today but at least when I got in it trains you to be a person that that can't be messed with they can't be taken advantage of. And if you can stay out of the drugs and the crazy lifestyle and stay pointed forward and know your brand is important every single day, you'll be successful every single time.
0: Vito, if they want to support the project, where do they go? The GoFundMe page? you guys have any other socials that people could jump on and, and get into the yeah.
1: project? Yeah, obviously the GoFundMe link is below here in any of the interviews. If it's not, it is the Carney's cartoon. Um, the best way to access anything we do is facebook.com forward slash one gimmick world that's the number one one gimmick world uh, we also do live streaming there we do um uh we'll, we'll do watch alongs we do obviously we have a podcast network as well too so there's a, there's a lot going on there's So facebook.com forward slash one gimmick world is the place to find us
0: i was uh i was doing doing some comedy stuff and, and some alert came up someone tagged me in something I was, I was tagged in like a live stream and and i and i was like what is this why am i tagged in a live stream i'm not on <laughs> And I, and I pull it up and it is uh, a, a, a event you were running with Ben Jordan. You guys were running Elite Pro Wrestling for a period of time. And a, a very fun, successful promotion, but some promotions come and go and I'm not saying it in a bad way. And, and then immediately I'm like, Oh no. (laughs) Like so when I pull it up, I'm like, oh no. This is the one time someone made the mistake of letting me do play by play. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Stop (laughs) Stop it. We actually we liked it. We were we were if you watch our live stream of you doing it, we're like, man, why didn't we use him more often? We should have used him more often.
0: I I at the time, there was a, there was an issue. I ended up uh, taking a job out of state doing radio. I was okay. just getting out of college. I wanted to do uh, as much broadcasting as I could. So I was like taking any- well, well, don't you realize the over.
1: mistake that you made? You took a real job over an indie that's going to run at least nine times a year. I mean, you messed up, Kevin. <laughs>
0: really I took a up. real, I took a I I look Look at me. I'm a real butthole for doing yeah. that. That's what hey. I am. Well, uh, from One no. butthole
1: to another. Yeah, I get it. <laughs>
0: we're going to run nine times, man. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess someone doesn't want to eat hot dogs in a gymnasium nine <laughs> times this year. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but it was, it was a very, very fun event. And you guys are kind of fun beyond just this project. You guys are putting out content that's uh, reverent of wrestling and wrestling culture and, yeah. and kind of fun. It's the fun, I would describe it as the fun table at a wrestling convention. When you go to a wrestling yeah. convention, everybody yeah. has a if they had a table, well, they would have like the table with a bunch of like really fun, obscure things. And then, and then you'd be like, I've only heard about that. And like you or Ben likely know that person and like wrestle with yeah. that person and said, oh no, that thing's real. I want to see about it. Here it is. <laughs> like 100%. Uh, you guys are always pulling the curtain behind the curtain uh, of wrestling. Yeah,
1: we, we, we always break the fourth wall, man. I mean, you know, obviously we don't drop dimes on people that have given us good secrets or good stuff not to talk about, but the industry is so unique. And I think that there was a jump over people like me. And I I think I'm from a very unique time because one, I was able to be catered to as the mark through the whole time. Mm -hmm. So my, my brain takes it that way. But then Mm -hmm. I also jumped in at the very end when it was still a business and still an industry. So I'm like this weird unicorn. And I'm also like a historian of deathmatch wrestling It's something I love. And I've watched since 2000, you know, so I just just have this big love for professional wrestling. And it's, it's, I think it's never been easier. It's never been uh, such an, I don't know. Great way to access it. I mean, I, I have everything right on my 65-inch TV in my office right here, from Fight TV to, you know, Independent Wrestling as well. Also, it's just a great time to be a fan. It's
0: a lot easier back in the DVD days. Remember the DVD mm. days were. Oh, uh, compare that to now.
1: Woo-hoo-hoo. I don't know Nuts, how anybody man. gets over anymore with that because yeah, there's just so much <laughs> option. Right? They got to get on the big yeah. networks and get over you know really
0: exactly man exactly i absolutely agree thank you guys uh if you're checking us out from one gimmick world uh definitely uh you know go ahead and subscribe to sports gear wrestling uh, on youtube facebook watch as well if you're a facebook person and of course we have a podcast feed available on spotify and other apps like that uh Vito, thank you so much for supporting it uh we i'm gonna i'm, I'm excited to see how this turns out uh, i want to know how many times do you guys have to tell vince russo not to say bro when he's recording uh-
1: spoiler uh, alert e- easter egg there will be no bros we're doing that on purpose there will be not a bro in the entire cartoon because that reaction that reaction right there is what we want out of people is where, i want someone to go and he didn't say one bro and they're like no way and they're like yeah go back and watch and you got to go back and watch all of season one and you'll see he doesn't say one bro in the whole thing by the way he is such a great guy and i'm not just saying it he's part of the project yeah great guy super intelligent about the industry very helpful with the oh project, no we so. work with
0: we work with him here uh he, great. he does our monday night raw post show uh, he has the brand, he has his own, he has his own network and his own content feed as well. But uh, we do a, a weekly show where he just kind of fantasy books, something going yeah. on in WWE and, and how he would rewrite it. And we, on that show, we decided, cause it's only 15 minutes. Can we put a bro counter on it? <laughs> <laughs> we, we asked it and it was, I, I didn't, I wasn't the person that asked him, but I definitely know at some point somebody had to be like, so you say this one thing a lot and we think that's funny so can we put a counter on this and you would think like because obviously you're goofing on him right from what i'm told he was completely fine with it it's like
1: his trademark yeah like a trademark now so he's fine with it
0: and he says it it genuinely like it isn't like it like but i also don't hear anyone say bro that much so but i think i like how you guys are like it's like you're with a big wrestler. You're like, you know, you're not going to sell until you have to sell. So you're exactly. not getting that
1: bro away. Exactly. We're going to take the We're whole gonna, thing out of get it. You one
0: actually. bro per season? He doesn't, you don't get a single bro out of him.
1: Yeah. I mean, wow. the last thing we wow. could do is like like the very last scene or the very last second of the episode. It's like Porky Pig where it zooms in and zooms out. He goes, bro. And then we just end the whole <laughs> like thing. I don't know, but that's just it, man. We're the bookers. We can we can write this however we want to write it, you know. So it's we'll, we'll see. You're Fun. running your
0: own territory. You're that's running it. your own territory. Up on the road.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much.
0: Once again, go support the the Carnies. Uh, search One Gimmick World uh, for all their different content and their build to putting out this great animated project. Uh, thank you so much for the time, Vito. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. Appreciate. it. Uh, yeah, just if you save the video uh and just you can shoot me like a link i think with zoom you can i can download you know
1: that. if you if you want oh can i do that because what happens no you know what i i recorded it to my computer so yeah. because it yeah so what i'm gonna do is i can put it into my drive and then yeah. I, I can just share you send want me send the link me? and i can
0: download it off the drive it's completely okay. fine
1: all right do, do me a favor send me your email and i'll share it with you sure sure yes can send it in like, the facebook I, I, chat
0: i can do it in the chat for this right now okay perfect what'd you think was that okay yeah it was fun we just kind of talk and shoot shoot the shit and we got a great a lot of great quotes audio and stuff like that too and um i'll use some of those later on when the indies get going more uh i'm pushing them they only want to cover like wwe and big things like that but i was like you really want people to share your stuff cover people that are going to share the shit out of it and indie guys will but we're surprised you know drew mcintyre shared our stuff like bailey they're they're doing a press junket and they'll do a bunch of them so it's kind of neat okay Uh, we're sort of we're pseudo we're pseudo international media because half of us are in india and half of us are in the states so I guess they're kind of like okay with that. So
1: yeah, I mean, I mean, like I think the big hook is is, is obviously not Ben or I or anything about us. It's the, um, you know, the, the legends doing the voices. I mean, there's got to be some story there, right? At, yeah. at some point. Oh, but, oh yeah, so, and if
0: if 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 you guys get closer to another stage and we, I mean, I definitely we'll talk to Vince about it. I mean, I know I I know you filmed something with him, and I,
1: I saw that. I was yeah. like, oh
0: wow, this is legit, man. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so by the me-
1: way, the big name we're looking to get is, is going to be Foley to play to play the main character so that's oh, that's who we're really hoping that would for be great. yeah I, I mean he's a legend wrestler he's still a bit of a heel but he's still a baby face he's a lovable loser think like you know I, yeah he's al Bundy basically but that would be voiced by yeah. you know mick foley and it's he's a and he has so the chops for that yeah he does he so has we the needed, chops we needed, for it we too. a couple more dollars so we're, you know we're getting there though yeah
0: so i understand i understand what are you doing what, what's, your, what's your shoot job now would you would you what, uh, what are you doing outside of wrestling now
1: I do. I'm the a director of business development for a CDL trade school, so I deal with companies to come in and hire our graduates, or we sell them students, or any facet of, of the C- oh, CDL you're, world. You're, you
0: are, are. you like so? You like work with logistical companies for trucking?
1: I, I, yeah, I I I talk to like the management or whatever to bring them in to get students from us, but I don't deal like in the logistics side of it at all.
0: Oh, okay, I have fr- I have friends that worked in trucking logistics and shipping and stuff.
1: Yeah, it's a big industry, man
0: big industry uh i'm a dork i stuck with radio it was a very weird time i I worked for q101 for about six years and changed yeah i
1: don't blame you i love radio this is my my favorite medium is is conversation so
0: yeah man i'm still a serious guy i got the hbo and then i'm on Mm -hmm. uh i'm doing a fill-in thing right now i'm on middays on Mm -hmm. the x out of rockford okay uh and i'm gonna do springfield so they had, they dropped some guy, like some, some somebody got, some guy blew up on somebody on social media, like the company. And they were like, no, bye. And, and, uh, I knew somebody and they're like, Hey, can you do this? And I was like, yeah, and I'm doing it around the podcasting job. And wow, I've been, I worked for WrestleZone zone for a long time.
1: So I, kept yeah, I remember that, man, you are I'm doing busy, stuff yeah, with well, AAW
0: too. I'm I'm doing the, the stick man stuff backstage for AAW now. And Danny's been going since September, at least once a month. Oh, he and has then, been. See, I don't pay attention as much on that. That's anyway. all right. No, no. He did. Uh, he is. And he is. He has a good deal with fight too. decent uh, deal with fight, like fight, like likes having some people that don't sell a ton of shows. Like, like he told me with, an. I heard some numbers. I was like, really? I was like, Holy shit. Like they had like a couple thousand people buy their pay-per-views. Yeah. Did, I, I did, guess like, what's
1: the expectation. I, I, I wouldn't even know what that would be, but it with, a couple thousand of anything is great. Yeah. With
0: fight, I guess they just want it as an entry point, you know, like they, they treat it almost like, you know, Amazon prime, you can kind of buy your way on Amazon prime. Yeah. Some people who got into fight early on uh, that were indies have good grand grandfathered in deals where they don't have to do, they don't have to, they don't have to do the buy-ins and stuff like that. I don't know for sure. Um, And then they did, they'll do shows on Twitch. So We'll have shows that are filmed just for Twitch. You only see it once on Twitch and then you can see it on their own on-demand site. And then they have a deal with high spots as well. And then every quarter they'll do a pay-per-view on Fight so wow,
1: cool i have very to miss cool. i
0: have to mix i have i'm missing the next pay-per-view for a wedding okay i'm very angry with the <laughs> i told her i was like gimmick you know, i was like wedding season wrestling season they're like right on top of each other right and she what goes do do when it? does wrestling season stop and i said never,
1: never <laughs> so, <right>. like, <laughs> <laughs> hey you know what so, man? Uh, i know you do so, a lot of stuff with you do a lot of stuff with the radio and everything if you ever need a, anybody else another voice or someone to step in or oh my god i lost I, i'm home all sure. the time I, I have full podcast studio oh, i i get chopped yeah man ideas. um
0: there's um there's there's stuff we do for about every every monday through friday we'll, we'll do like a 50 minute we try and keep it under 20 minutes and it's just like usually two news stories and stuff okay. like that so i'll get you in the rotation on it if you're shooting the shit you got you're off early from work i'll talk to you and see how you feel about it and if you, uh, when we get you in the rotation, then obviously you plug your shit, you know? Yeah, so, and, and you, you know uh, me, I,
1: I know how to do this. Like, I, I, I can banter yeah, back and forth. You get I, it. I know 10 seconds and shut up. Like, you know, yeah. We, yeah, we can do yeah, it. You, yeah,
0: you know the delays and all that stuff, man. And uh, StreamYard makes it easy. Part of it is everybody can do this now. Like, it I used know, to, like... I know, but, <laughs> So, but this, this little thing right here makes a world of difference. It does. This is a $150 mic. And yeah. I got an arm And everyone thinks I have this glamorous studio. I don't like, yeah, you know, look look, look bed. my bed's here. This is my bed, this is my bed. You would never know. No, right. and I I got this drape and stuff like that, and people are like, oh wow, that's like a you have a nice little setup. I was like, I've like I have a single ring
1: light, I have no, an yeah. old used HD camera, like not about it, man. It's not about it. Yeah, not about it at all. I mean, the, the, the better view is my my other angle. I, I yeah. got all my oh, shit over here. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, look at that. That's legit, dude. Yeah. That's legit. You put the collectibles on. You don't care, man.
1: I don't. You God. know what, man? I let them breathe. I didn't take them out till about I don't know, four months ago. I took like one out. And I put it up there and, and I'm, lo- I'm looking at it and I can't not start take
0: putting them out. all out. Yeah. Do you, have them all you, out? Do you watch uh major figs? They they have, uh, they have I love majors. them on YouTube. Yeah, they have they're great the best. stuff, man. They have great, great stuff. stuff. I don't know how to, the network
1: WWE didn't like say like
0: just keep them for that like
1: they like See, those there's guys, so much that they don't let their guys do that makes no sense at all yeah. i think sense. they're
0: going to turn around on it though because they brought in these these brand manager people so mm-hmm. that's really what they did they're spending money on people to kind of manage all that other stuff they're doing so
1: it, it definitely makes sense but i mean it's them they're always going to do. they want they
0: want money from the twitch and stuff like that the, the issue of the conflict is why would we pay for like you to be under contract with us. And then we signed a deal with cricket and cricket wants X amount of people to do live streams and do these different things. And then you're doing a Twitch and taking money. And, and mm-hmm. like, like, uh, like, listen, we'll make that money up to you. Like, we'll make that up to you, but like, let us sell that and let us do that. And, I guess and how it's are the they independent also independent
1: contractors, contractors man? How how, exactly. are they in the, how are they? Yeah.
0: And I, I don't, I don't understand how that works. Like <laughs> you won't let those people do whatever the hell they want, you know, like, so doesn't make any sense but then there's other people that like but if you're doing something conflicts like where um this happened in radio all the time like i could come on but they're like you can't yeah i couldn't book um I would be told like, don't book anything comedy wise these weekends. And I would get like hard outs for like three or three or four months in advance. And they would tell me, I'd be like, all right, what am I going to do? You know, I work for you guys. And then it'd be weird when they would tell me like, you can't say this. Or if you like, I was doing a comedy show was for a brewery. And they're like, don't have your name on the flyer. And I was like, I can't have my name on the flyer. Like why (laughs) on the show? And they're, they're like, no, because you're doing Heineken promotions for the next three weeks. So I was like, oh, okay. All right. I'm going to take Heineken's money. So, yeah, all so day long, I, I guess all I got to shut long. up. That's hilarious. Yeah. I remember that was an awkward phone call. And they're like, how come you can't do this? I was like, well, I'm getting, um, my rent is paid by Heineken yeah, for the next yeah. five months. Heineken money. Yeah, <laughs> I'll see so, you after. <laughs> I don't mean to keep you on too long, man. Thank you for no, the time, great, especially man. in the middle of the day, dude. Yeah. yeah. Whenever you need me, let me know. Definitely, man. Uh, I'll, I'll follow up with you guys. And you guys want me to come in and do anything on one gimmick? I'm always down, man.
1: I appreciate it, Kevin. Good, good catching up with you.
0: You have a good one. Send me a link. We'll work on it. I'll hopefully get this out in a week or two and we'll keep going with it. I love it, man. Thank you. Thank you. Take care, buddy.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.